When you talk about art and cultural achievements, the scale of time is remarkably small. It's typical to speak in hundreds or maybe thousands of years. If you want to start speculating, you could talk about tens of thousands of years, but you'd be on much more tentative footing. Branching out further still, you could guess at the artistic intent of certain engravings found on some rocks and shells which are hundreds of thousands of years old. From what we can tell, modern-day Homo sapiens have only been around for about 200,000 years, and while they were most likely artists for that whole span, only so much remains after the ravages of water and dust and time. With that sense of scale, it is absolutely incredible that we know of at least one human artistic achievement moving at the rate of 17 kilometers per second that will still be in existence in one billion years. This is 1000 Words, written and produced by Michael DeWatley, a podcast dedicated to examining the world that art has made. In the late 1970s, Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 were being prepared to be launched into outer space. These two probes were designed to examine the rings of Saturn, to take close-up photos of Jupiter, and to study the larger moons of both planets, and to never return. They would send and are sending still radio signals, telling us here on Earth what's out there in the deep dark night of space. And when their plutonium-238 thermoelectric power generators fail, which they might do in a decade or so, they'll continue to speed further and further out into space. But back in 1977, as the designs for the mission were finalized and the launch was months away, Carl Sagan, Timothy Ferris, Andrew Yen, and Frank Drake wanted to put together some kind of message in a bottle for any extraterrestrial creatures who might stumble upon the satellites. A physical record on a disc, one foot in diameter, complete with a stylus that would play the disc if you happen to have a record player handy. It's worth mentioning here that the Voyager's internal computers only had about 67 kilobytes of memory. This was a recklessly optimistic idea, since the probes won't be within two light years of a star or a planet for 40,000 years. The chances of these probes, each of which is smaller than a car, being discovered or analyzed with a sufficient level of care for interstellar aliens to figure out how a record player works are pretty small. But they felt like it was worth doing anyway. For the aliens, yes, and for us, the people of the Earth, who could see these two Voyager missions as the culmination of a global effort, and think that as we reach towards the heavens we do so with one voice and a countless chorus. A copper disc plated in gold, the phonograph record has an aluminum cover that protects it from cosmic rays and micro-asteroids that contains instructions written in binary and explained in images on how to access the information on the record. It has a pulsar map showing the location of our solar system and a way to determine the correct scale of time that the record should spin at. 
There is even a spot of uranium dabbed onto the record whose rate of radioactive decay should tell whoever finds it exactly how long the record has been traveling through space. The Voyager Golden Record even transcribed images into a TV signal that could be engraved into the disc like sound waves. There are 115 images on it, and they offer aliens a close-up look at our lives. How we measure things, how we're born, how we grow, how much we weigh, how we evolved, how we learn from each other, what we look like, where we live, how our bones are set, an image of the unnatural lines and compaction of rush hour traffic, what sheet music looks like, Ansel Adams and the Snake River, leaves, seashells, Jane Goodall and the chimps, a Chinese dinner party, Amish construction workers, a string quartet, Bushman hunters, Andean women, underwater divers, an Antarctic expedition, and a sunset. It includes greetings from 55 different human languages and a track of whale song, which should really throw the aliens for a loop. A 12-minute soundscape history of the development of the planet, from the rumblings and eruptions of Earth's formation to the gurgling sounds of simmering life, to the evolution of land-dwelling animals, to the development of agriculture, to the sounds of the Industrial Revolution, to the sounds of our modern cities. They also wedged in there about 90 minutes of some of the greatest music Earth has to offer. A panel of musicological experts weighed in on the balance and selection of the music. They had two criteria. To include music from a variety of cultures doing their best to represent the entire planet, and to include selections that touch their hearts as well as their minds. And honestly, the record is a bit of a mess. Sagan, Drake, and the team had less than six months to put together the record from conception to mounting it to the probe. Six months to determine how to make the idea work, curate the photos, sounds, and music, obtain copyrights, commission interstellar greetings from as many members of the United Nations as possible, get those recordings mixed, mastered, and installed onto two physical records, all of which also had to be approved by a government agency. The Voyager Golden Record isn't a mixtape to the stars as much as it is a camel, a horse made by committee. Some photos are black and white, some are in color, some are in profile, others are not. The team took a picture of one person licking an ice cream cone, one person eating a sandwich, and one person drinking a glass of water in order to showcase the three main ways our mouths consume things. Maybe aliens are interested in knowing that, but it definitely makes for one bizarre-looking photograph. The 12-minute-long auditory history of Earth is indecipherable unless you know what it is going into it, and there's no introduction. The music was designed to represent all cultures, but there are three selections from Bach and two from Beethoven. The reasoning behind that was that spacefaring aliens are probably big into math, and it's impossible not to recognize the mathematical harmonic genius of the polyphonic sounds of Bach and Beethoven. To steal a line from Saturday Night Live, I think the aliens would have preferred more Chuck Berry. But while it's easy and fun to critique the content, we should focus instead on the initiative, 
humans sent two probes out into the universe to find out what's out there, but that wasn't enough for us. We wanted those probes to also let the universe know what's in here. What's on our pale blue dot in the midst of an incredibly wide universe? We didn't want to just see and listen, but we wanted to be seen and heard. The Voyager Golden Record reminds us that as we grow and explore the cosmos, we'll naturally take on a global identity, even though we contain worlds within a world. Also, it's 2020, and things are rough, and if human civilization doesn't last another billion years, it's somewhat comforting to know that out there, traveling 38,000 miles per hour as far away from us as it can get, there are two records that show that we were here, that we made gorgeous music, and that we want to share it with someone. This has been 1000 Words. If you like what you heard, please do me a favor and like, subscribe, and review this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Believe me, it does a tremendous amount of good for the show. This podcast comes to you from the weird and wonderful city of Austin, Texas. Music from this podcast came from purpleplanet.com, except for the last song, which was a recording from the Voyager Golden Record, Senegal Percussion, recorded by Charles Duvel. Thanks for listening.